0: This is going to be a fun one. In this episode, I go full on fanfiction mode to answer the Expecto Plot Change question from Chapter 14 of Chamber of Secrets Cornelius Fudge. That question was What if Harry and Ron didn't let Hermione run off to the library alone after Harry hears the voice of the monster? I'm Zach, and welcome to the Belated Binge Podcast, the Harry Potter podcast that doesn't take itself or the books too seriously, probably because I didn't read them till I was a grown man. And today, I'm saving Hermione from a giant snake before kicking things off for the next chapter with a new question to answer for chapter 15, Aragog. The Belated Binge Podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Belated Binge Podcast. I'm Zach, your host, rewriting the Harry Potter series, one small change at a time. Before we jump into anything today, quick shout out to our free elf patron alex sweatland if you want to get shout outs in the episodes as well as a ton of other cool benefits check out patreon.com slash belated binge and become a patron there's a tier there for every budget and the support goes a heck of a long way for the show Uh, if you have been listening to this podcast for a little while thank you for one Uh, if you're brand new then welcome Uh, But you may have noticed that I made a little bit of of a change in the way we're doing things with the last chapter that I covered. And I kind of just want to see how it goes for a bit. I'm hoping what it'll do is make the show a little bit more engaging and a little bit more bingeable for you. Uh, But just as a reminder, this is the pod where we theorize on what we'd expect to change in the story if we made one small tweak to the plot of the chapter that we're covering I call it Expecto Plot Changeo." So we're doing this for every chapter of the Harry Potter series, and here's how it goes. For each chapter, there's a question that I make up that would change the events of the story in some form or fashion. It could be a character choice, a plot circumstance, really anything. The possibilities are endless because I make the rules around here. I asked that question on this episode. Uh, I also record a video for social media, uh, on reels, YouTube Shorts, TikTok, uh, what have you. Uh, I post it there shortly after this episode posts on the podcast feed. Then in the next Expecto Plot Change episode in a couple of weeks, I recap the question, share your feedback that I got back from you, as well as my own thoughts. And these can range from simple cause and effect theory to a full-blown fan fiction scene, whatever strikes me (laughs) for that particular question. Uh, That then officially wraps up the discussion from that chapter. And I followed up with the new question, for the next chapter. And we start this process all over again. So, practical example. Over the past couple of weeks, we've been talking about chapter 14 of Chamber of Secrets, Cornelius Fudge. So in this episode, I will review what our question was for that chapter, share the feedback that I got from you, and my thoughts in full, in just a few minutes, and we will officially close the book on chapter 14. Then, I'll follow it up with the new question for Chapter 15 at the end of this episode. And that's going to officially kick off discussions for that chapter, which are going to post over the next couple of Tuesdays and Thursdays. Got it? Cool. With that being said, let's do it. Expecto. Expecto. Plot changeo. In Chapter 14 of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets... Cornelius Fudge, I asked, what if Harry and Ron didn't let Hermione run off to the library alone after Harry hears the voice of the monster? From my perspective, this is a big one, kids. Strap in. It's story time. Harry has just heard the strange voice. Once again, Hermione runs off to the library, and rather than standing there like two little dumbasses, Harry's leadership traits that he only has apparently when the it's plot convenient, uh, they kick in in this instance. He realizes that when he hears the voice, a Muggle-born student is attacked, and he can't let Hermione be the next one. So he grabs Ron's arm and he says, Hermione, wait up! Of course, we get the line that Ron would likely ask. What about Quidditch? And the text would certainly describe it as being asked dumbly or something, probably. So rather than Hermione being alone in the library, the whole trio is represented. She finds the book that she's looking for, she shows the boys about the basilisk, and they all get to, aha, together. Thanks, Hermione. And then Ron would have another question, but this time it would be a smart one, because this is the book, not the movie, and Ron is actually competent here sometimes. A giant snake? Just one thing, Hermione. It might be hard for something that big to go sneaking around the castle. Don't you think someone might notice? To which, instead of writing it on a ripped out page, she would say aloud, pipes. Right? Right. Now, we've got our plot-splaining from Hermione, she's got backup, it's time to get out of the library. She smartly grabs a mirror to look around corners, and they try to grab Penelope Clearwater, but she doesn't have to listen to a group of second-years, she's a prefect! She starts around the corner, and Harry dives at her to stop her, grabbing her robes, and it ends up tripping her up, and her books come crashing to the floor as well as the mirror she was using to freshen herself up, because she's on her way to meet Percy. She looks down at the mirror, and there they are. Two big yellow eyes staring into it. Petrified. But Harry only sees the body of the giant snake, and something red, and sort of a little bit familiar. But he doesn't risk a second glance, and he darts back behind the corner, stopping Hermione and Ron from looking around themselves. He screams, Leave us alone! at the snake, which comes out in tongue. And the trio run down the hall in the other direction. Instead of the common room, they set off for the one place that they feel safe. The one place they know they can always go, No matter what kind of crazy, nonsensical mission or Nancy Drewing or just chaos that they find themselves in, they have one safe haven. Hagrid's. At first, they're shook, and it takes a little while for them to find their words. They have their tea, and eventually... They tell Hagrid about what they just witnessed. And he's grim during this discussion. And he goes to grab his crossbow. Because, remember, (laughs) he had the crossbow last time after learning about Hermione getting petrified. In this case, Hermione's right in front of him. This is how he's learning about Penelope. So he goes for the crossbow. Okay. Sorry, I just felt like I had to explain that little piece of the story so that nobody yelled at me for saying, but he would have pointed it in their faces when they knocked on the door. Uh Ah, now he would point it in their faces if they knocked on the door, but they're already inside. Anyways, that's when they remember the memory. So... They finally get to ask Hagrid what the heck happened 50 years ago and he has enough time to tell him that he didn't have anything to do with opening the chamber 50 years ago and that there was a beast, but it wouldn't hurt anybody. And he's able to get something out about spiders, how they're misunderstood creatures when there's a knock at the door. With no invisibility cloak this time, the trio hide in the closest closet, stuffed inside it with a giant moleskin coat, and Hagrid opens the door to find Dumbledore and the Minister of Magic, Cornelius Fudge. So essentially, we've saved Hermione from petrification, and we've saved her from desecrating a book, which she might, in her weird world, think that that's even worse, I'm going to bed before either of you find a way to get us killed, or worse, expelled. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's the quote. Anyways, we still find ourselves largely in the same place. except now we have Hermione's brain and skills to help us see the story through. How'd I do? Am I nuts? I'd say that one falls a little bit more in the fan fiction, category for the Expecto Plot Change-O question and response. And that officially closes the book on the discussion from chapter 14 of Chamber of Secrets, Cornelius Fudge. Now, this Expecto Plot Change-O question from chapter 15 of Chamber of Secrets, which is entitled, Aragog, is what if Harry and Ron didn't listen to Hagrid and follow the spiders into the Forbidden Forest? How could that have changed the events in the chapter? How could that have changed the events in our story? Let me know your thoughts to be included in the next Expecto Plot Changeo episode of this podcast. You can respond on social media, I will post the question on Twitter. I will post a video to uh, Reels, which is mostly Instagram, but it makes its way to Facebook as well, Uh, TikTok, and YouTube Shorts. You can also share your thoughts with a voicemail on my website, belatedbinge.com. On Thursday, I'll be joined by special guest Firebird from the Dusty Cauldron Podcast to discuss the events of Chapter 15, Front to Back which I'm super excited about. As always, shout out to producer Jack, who I work like a dog. Check out patreon.com slash belated binge for bonus content and other great benefits. And let me know what you think of the new pod format. And do you find it more bingeable? Is it more fun? Or are you yelling at me? No, just give us one super long episode every couple of weeks, man. What the heck? I want to know. You tell me. Otherwise, thanks for hanging out with me on Belated Binge. Explaniamus. It's time to disarm your reluctancy and explain how you can support this podcast. Belated Binge is a fully independent production. I read the books, write the script, Record the episode, edit the recording, pick and produce the sounds, manage the content schedule, manage social media, promote the podcast, and feed Producer Jack. Any costs from equipment to software to website development, marketing, any of that comes out of my pocket. And despite how many times I've been told we look alike, I'm no Harry Potter. No half-giant has ever taken me to a bank full of cash and said, hey, you're rich! Having a podcast takes a lot, and it's not easy, so your support is literally the only thing that keeps the show going. And there are a few key ways you can support the podcast. First, word of mouth is absolutely huge. If you enjoy the show, please tell every one of your Potterhead friends to give it a shot. Also, many of the pod players now support a rating and review function. Apple, Spotify, Good Pods, Podchaser, just to name a few. And it takes about four seconds to leave a five-star rating on the app. This can be greatly impactful. If you have more than four seconds and the app that you're using supports written reviews, that's even better. Think about how reliant we are on reviews. Whether you're buying something new or deciding what book to read next, we're always looking at ratings and reviews to weigh into our decision. Podcasts are no different, and your positive review could be the difference in someone discovering the show and deciding to give it a chance. Another great way to support the show is engaging in the conversation yourself, whether it be answering the specific questions I pose during the show or on social media. Maybe you just have a theory of your own or you want to leave some feedback. I'd love to hear from you and maybe even share it on the podcast. You can submit your thoughts by leaving a voicemail on the website, belatedbinge.com. Just click the little leave a voicemail icon on the page that you visit. If you don't like the sound of your own voice... You can also respond in written form by using the contact form on the website, leaving comments or DMs on social media. My handle is belated binge across Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And you can also email belatedbinge at gmail.com. The final and perhaps most impactful form of support is to become a patron on Patreon. I've made a ton of updates to Patreon membership benefits this season and some goals to shoot for as well there are currently six tiers available designed to fit any budget level ranging from one dollar to twenty dollars with all the bells and whistles so benefits range from early access to ad-free versions of the show recognition on the website bonus episodes patron shout outs show prep notes insider participation binge award participation input on show content and future benefits a drawing for a physical gift sent from me to you and others i've also set some growth goals that will unlock new benefits for existing tiers and maybe even adding some more stuff as we go the first goal is to get 10 total patrons, at which point I will start a Patrons Discord server. However you choose to support the show, thank you. I truly appreciate it.